Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Fun Bearable. I am Brad Rohr. I'm Ray. Think of a nickname. Manta Ray. Don't stop. Now, Dicks. oh, now that's all that's in my head. <laughs> Manta. Oh, no. I'm Ray Sea Urchin. No, I don't want to be one. Hi, I'm Ray Turtle Power Harrington. Nice, nice. And I'm Ground Chuck Staten. Ground Chuck Staten. Wow. That's pretty good. We are a podcast called Fun Bearable. Thanks to those of you who are new here. We have a live show coming up in East Providence, Rhode Island at the Comedy Connection on Sunday, February 25th. Think of Providence, get closer to the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be a night of stand-up sketch some improv all kinds of comedy just a super fun night and only a little bit of improv don't worry yes, yes. and uh yeah it's going to be kind of our weird shows like our old chuck and brad shows if you've gone to those it's going to be a new evolution of those it's our fun bearable winter funderland show go to funbearablepod.com for tickets and info and it's going to be like brad said on sunday february 25th at the comedy connection in east providence rhode island but today we have a very special episode of the podcast This is kind of like a dream come true for me, obviously. Uh, We've talked about the Ninja Turtles in the past in the podcast more than once. Uh, Yeah, I'd say more than 100 times. Yeah, and I love the Ninja Turtles. Uh, I'm a a child of the 80s. I was born in 1984, so I was big into the original Ninja Turtles cartoon series. And I was asked, begged, some would say, to moderate a panel at Rhode Island Comic Con 2023 uh, with all the original voices of the Ninja Turtles from the cartoon, as well as April O'Neil. And we're just going to go right to the panel right now. Stick around if this is the first time you're checking us out, and come check out a little piece of the podcast afterwards. We're going to close it with some good talks. But uh, I had a lot of fun with these guys. I appreciate their candor and their their warmth. They were so sweet. And enjoy that panel. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing today? Are you enjoying your time at Rhode Island Comic Con? Yeah. Are you full of turtle power? That's what I need to know. That's what I really need to know. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason you're all here, please put your hands together for Townsend Coleman, Rob Paulson, Barry Gordon, Cam Clark, and Renee Jacobs. This happens at my age. All the time. It's an old it's an old combat accident. <laughs> well, thank you all for lowering your entertainment standards for us. That's very sweet of you. How is everybody doing today? Well, yeah, this is great, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> We're breathing. We're not in jail. Day's not over yet. So far, so good. Still, still walking upright. That's right. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. All right. So I have a few questions uh, for you, and I, I do want to start by saying that the Ninja Turtles have made up ninety-five percent of my personality, and I think that probably goes for a lot of people. I'm so sorry. And I want to so say thank sorry. you for making me yeah. a human being. Wow. I want to know who's the other five percent. Yeah. <laughs> Weird Al. There you go. Perfect. No wonder you're successful. Man. <laughs> That's yeah, right. <laughs> all right. So I did have a question. Um, when you were originally cast, all of you, yeah. 
Did you have any idea about the massive fandom that the Turtles <laughs> were creating at that time? I, I was aware of the comic book. I'm not right. a comic book guy, but I knew that there was this really cool thing called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But certainly, I don't know that any of us, even the people who were, you know, Fred Wolf and his producers and all the writers, I don't know that anyone, anyone could have predicted this. Uh -huh. uh, it is yeah. Yeah. A, a truly remarkable franchise. I mean, we've all been in Hollywood for a long time and had the incredible good fortune to work on a lot of stuff, but nothing... Nothing is has is as no pun intended ever green as Ninja Turtles. It's astonishing. And you know what? Something I thought about was that often when you get hired on a show, it's like, what's the pickup? Oh, it's already it's thirty or it's sixty four. Whatever. They were so not sure that five. we did our what five? We five. did five. They were paid for yeah. by the toy company. Yeah, we just did five because who knows? Let's like not give an order for sixty. Yeah. So. And it was just the pilot. That was only the pilot that they were going to sell the show with. Yeah. Wow. Five. It was, and they aired Christmas of like 1987, yep. mm -hmm. um, syndicated by Group W. Yeah. Um, they were not a network show. Generally, shows come out and are on, well, Saturday morning. They used to be on ABC, CBS, NBC, and then they mm -hmm. would go to syndication. This is very unusual, kind of bass-ackwards. But, the, yeah, the, the toy company, Playmates, said, yeah, well... We'll make you. We'll pay for the dough, and wow. and to be sure, it was um, the the commercial aspect of it is obviously, you know, it's it's yeah, it's huge. And I had not heard of the comic book, so when my yeah. agent called me and said you're going to audition for a show called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I said you must be smoking something very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because I really thought he was either putting me on or was having a, an attack. And, um, and yeah, so it was, a, it was a very surprising. Cool. For me, it was, a, it was the same. Robbie and I were working on a show called Fraggle Rock at the time. Yeah! We <laughs> yeah. got Boober right here. Yeah, I'm, I was Boober, <laughs> and you were... And I was Gobo. Yeah. We're going exploring in outer space with my uncle traveling Matt. How about that? <laughs> yeah. I got so, to be a talking trash heap. Trash heap, Marjorie the trash heap. Often yeah. my career has been spent in the garbage. <laughs> and so I, but yeah. uh, the voice director on that series Steve. came into one of our um, recording sessions for Fraggle Rock one day. He said, you guys aren't going to believe what I'm going to be casting and directing next. He pulls out a copy of Ninja Turtle comic book out yeah. of her. I guess, Robbie, you'd heard of it. I'd heard never of it. heard of it yeah. before. And I looked at it and I said, oh, well, good luck with that. Yeah, I really did. I thought I had heard that it was from two down easters, uh, Kevin and Peter up there in uh, Maine somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I thought somebody's been drinking a lot of bong water. <laughs> and apparently they were, and it worked out great. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Renee? Hi. How you doing? <laughs> How did you, uh, how did you, did you have any idea about how big the turtles were getting even at that time before it got to this massive following when you first were cast? No, I had no idea. I was excited to audition for a real person rather than a creature. <laughs> yeah. And, and that tell was... Them, tell them about your audition and how you, Stu said, well, this is great. Well, what happened was um, I auditioned with probably every woman in Hollywood. There probably were probably about... 200 voiceover Lots, actors. Yeah. 
So we all show up at the at the studio. They show us a line drawing of the character, tell us she's in her 20s, she's a news reporter, and that's about it. So I did my audition, did a few takes, went home, got a call from my agent. You've got April O'Neil on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I couldn't even say because that didn't trip off the tongue very well at the yeah. beginning. <laughs> right. People went, what? And um, so I went to the first recording session, and you always would sit and you would rehearse it like a, a radio show. You'd Not that any of you know what that is. <laughs> yeah. um, right. Once upon a time yeah. in a land far away. <laughs> And then, what is this thing, and then you And then you would um, take a break, and then you'd record it. So during the break, Stu came up to me. He was a very large man. And, you know, uh, out of the studio, he was a nice guy. And in the studio, he was difficult. And he would smoke. And so he would take a long puff, puff off the cigarette, and he's like, you know, Renee, I didn't want you for this role. I know, right? How about that? Like, oh my God! Lady first day, that's got her mind. I know, right? Really great. I wanted Cam for the role of yeah. April O'Neil. <laughs> Only because Cam has the wardrobe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that put a lot of confidence in me. And then he said, you know, I played them all of the 200 auditions, and they kept saying, "That's not April. That's not April. That's not April." He says, "Well, I have one more." And I don't think she's April. And they yeah. played my audition and said, that's April. Great. So that's, that's nobody. You know. And you know where Stu is now? Taking a big dirt nap. Way to go, Stu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why you he's win. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's, really... that's great. Um, all of you have been asked to return like decades after you were originally cast. You've all been part of Turtles Projects way in the future. Mm -hmm. And I did want to ask how it felt to be part of that felt to be like a, uh, an important part of a continually growing universe because the turtles continue to reach new audiences. Well, for a long time we weren't. I mean, because basically there was there was a philosophy, and I think it made sense that every kind of version of the turtles, a, a new movie or whatever it would be, everything would be different. Everything yeah. would, would change. They broke that finally in one way in, in 2012 when they let Robbie play Donatello which was very smart. But until then, we, we really weren't involved in any other version. And really, yeah. then, finally, finally, just a year or two ago. A year ago. A year ago. Is that all? We were asked to um, do a new video game. Oh, the best. And oh, they God. said, we want the original yeah. voices. Amazing. Yeah. You know, and I didn't know if I could get my voice. I mean, it's not hard for me to do Donatello because it's my voice. But but I didn't know if I could get a, you know maybe a little higher where where it had to go because you know I'm old. You mean, so, you mean you mean like the quick bunny? Yeah. Well, the quick bunny is something completely different, and you know you can fake that. Yeah. But see, you know, he's but still got it, baby. But Donatello, you know, you gotta lift. But yeah, we did it, and what a kid. Oh my oh. God. My son is in so the video game business, and he was at PAX East, it was last yeah. year, yeah. when they pre uh, premiered that game. And he called me up and said, Dad, these people are freaking out <laughs> that you guys are in the game. And yeah. it was such, uh, we have to thank all of you guys, because we, you, know, you kind of lose track that there are people growing up 
with this game uh, continually. And this is what we see at all these lovely events. We see people who bring often their grandkids and their kids. And but I, I all love Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I did leave out an important reunion that we did have on oh, your show. Yeah. When the 2012 Turtles got to meet the 1987 Turtles. That was so cool. Yeah. Right. Right. And we got caught for that, and that, yeah, was, and, that and, was a joy. And, and, and Robbie's original Raphael on our series and his Donatello on the 2012 yeah. series got to have this great scene together where yes. he was talking to himself. It was awesome. It was I got to say that the breakthrough uh, other than that was, and more deep for me, was the commercial. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, is it, is Honda. It, is it yeah. Honda where that. y'all are now this age right. mm-hmm. and we get a call to do a Christmas commercial. I mean, it gets me. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, where it says, get, what, what was the, the tagline? Get that. Uh, oh, remember remember when you got us for toys for cho- and, and, and he goes, and you got us for Christmas. Sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I'm trying on your voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got us for Christmas. Then you lost us at camp. Yeah. Anyway, so the suits, as they call oh, Madison Avenue, go, what does this generation, what is the sweetest spot for them? And it's your Christmas morning or that? your yes. birthday morning yeah. to sell cars. Yeah. Um, that's why I went, whoa, whoa. Yeah. 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 And we walked into that studio and there were, I don't know, three, four young men and women, probably yeah. 30-ish and change. Mm-hmm. And they were freaking out. Oh, yeah. They're like, would you mind signing me? Oh, my God, not at all. But it was just, and and all of these events in which we get to be, we're so close and we love each other so much to be part of something that has created so much love is just, it's difficult to quantify. It's, It's astonishing, you know? And in fact, when Tony was mentioning the, uh, Transdimensional Turtles episode where we kind of met each other. Uh, that I remember being in New York Comic Con. It was premiered there with Nickelodeon, and there were there's probably a few thousand people in the room. It's a big show there, and they premiered that episode. And when they brought the lights up, there were mostly I mean, lots of young men and women, but most of the guys were doing this. <laughs> awesome! It was. Remarkable. Yeah. Oh, man. and I just wow. This it now. I think in the fullness of time, we all kind of understand this is a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's incredible, yeah. monstrous, almost unparalleled, really, in terms of pop culture and the way that yeah. it's transformed, like through different medias. It's yeah. insane. I remember when we did it was uh, that uh, one of the shows in Texas. We oh, did. Yeah. There were a lot of servicemen mm. there. And I know this is going to sound cliche, but, you know, these guys, these soldiers, and, you know, blah, 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 and it's a big deal. Cut it out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you just said, the tears. Incredible. And can I have a hug and stuff? And it's like, what manner of power is this? Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, it, well, you got to know how, how much it means to all of us yeah. to meet you guys when you come up to our tables and we hear the stories about what Ninja Turtles meant to you when you were six. And how Leonardo 11. is your favorite. <laughs> and then Raise your hand if Leo is your favorite. No, 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 no. My, my, Mikey, Mikey. Mikey. <laughs> and, so, and so we hear these stories from you guys having absolutely zero idea, oh my God. zero conception when we were recording this show 
what it would mean to kids. And it wasn't until we started meeting you all at these comic cons and hearing the stories and seeing the look on your faces and, and, and seeing the tears. I mean, it's crazy. And you guys, without you, we wouldn't even be. Bumpus. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you yeah. 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 The other amazing thing is, is, is in this business, you know, you lose touch. And yeah. it happens all the time. And I was retired, so I wasn't going out on the, you know, the, for things anymore. And so I hadn't seen these guys in 25 years. And, and actually, the first get-together was Robbie, who brought us together for his um, radio, uh, his podcast. Um, uh, and then after that, we started to hear about you know, Comic-Con, mm -hmm. Robbie said, well, you know, they've been asking for all four and you want to go. And, you know, I had no idea that this world existed. And so, you know, we, we said, yeah, you know, let's, let's do it. And I mean, since then, I mean, we're doing more, but also we just, we're texting each other all the time. It's fantastic. I mean, I mean I, I'm an only child, but I mean, these are the, you know, the three brothers, brothers. and sisters yeah. that I never had. And, uh, and that's due to you. That yeah. if, if it wasn't for you, that would not have happened. And so it's, it's really a blessing for us. Three, uh, four brothers and one really hot sister. <laughs> That's a perfect segue. <laughs> oh, if to your like, other career. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Did you see the Playboy where Renee? <laughs> Please. I hated uh, that picture. Thought, with you know, excuse me, but it is important that I say that it's very difficult to not notice April's de decolletage. It really is not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I did want to say, if anyone wants to ask questions, we have a microphone set up right here in the cool. middle. Cool. And if you want to line up, we're going to start going to questions in a minute. Really? Um, but I did want to ask, how did you each find the hook for the voices of each of your characters? Because that is an interesting aspect of it. Well, I, I, yeah, I just copied Cam. <laughs> he had and I just copied Tony. <laughs> he Literally. Had a, he had a great surfer voice back then. I thought, oh, that's it. Okay, I could probably <laughs> learn that. And, you know, when, when we did our first episode, they had not decided whether Cam was going to be Michelangelo or Leonardo, and yeah. same with me, and they were going to decide at the session. So Stu, the voice director, said, Townie, why don't you do Michelangelo literally first? Literally flipped, literally flipped a coin. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> I mean, it was just a crapshoot. So I did Mikey as the, on the first pass, and then we were going to take a break and then do a second pass and switch roles but that never happened. They and I'm going, teacher, excuse me, we're supposed, we're supposed to switch and see what, who's best for Michelangelo. Yeah. So when I auditioned, they had used Sean Penn from Fast Times at Ridgemont High as the prototype for Michelangelo. That's perfect. Yeah, so they wanted kind of a surfer dude, and that's where I started. Yeah. That's amazing. Renee, how about you? Yeah. How did, how did you find what you did? Well... How was your Sean Penn impersonation? Was, was Sean Penn. <laughs> there were a number of uh, female reporters that were starting to become popular, Lisa McCree and, and, and different people who were on TV. So I just modeled them after the morning shows that I used to watch um, getting dressed in the morning. So and, and it was really cool to be able to do that role. And, you know, like you guys have said, people come up to me, especially women, and say, 
April O'Neil inspired me to become all these different things, go into the military or uh, become a doctor, become a lawyer, become so many things. And they, they were not in families where they encouraged the women to think beyond um, things. They didn't think they could attain those things. And so April was an inspiration yeah. to a lot of young women, which makes me so proud. We, you know, the little voices didn't do much for those girls. <laughs> but April did. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and I, I have no answer for that. <laughs> I have no answer for that question. It was just my voice. <laughs> no hook at all. I just talked. Well, and I, I got to tell you, and this is something that uh, Renee would not do on her own, but I have to tell you, you not only did Renee... Uh, inspire a generation of young women to push and reach farther. Certainly, the apple didn't fall from the tree. Your beautiful daughter oh, yes. is a... Oh, hello. Yes. Yeah. Ariel, uh, Renee and David's gorgeous superstar daughter, is just one, what, lawyer of... The year? Well, she's a she she's a DA pro prosecutor. Yeah, she's a pro she's at the LADA's office, and she's a prosecutor. Uh, you, and she just won a huge. She just won a, just huge, won a huge case. Check this out. Do you well, guys know the actor Danny Masterson? Right. Uh, My daughter put him in prison. <laughs> My daughter. Put him Thank you. Isn't that great? So talk about my mommy was April O'Neil, and she she told me I can't. I, there's not a goddamn thing I can't do. Good for you. That's amazing. Good for you, honey. That's amazing. I think we will start going to the questions. How you doing, Hi. buddy? Hi, my name is Ryan McKenna. I was a huge Shadows fan when I was growing up. I'm 37 now. Um, my question What the is, hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Trust me, I know. I've met a lot of younger people. Um, my, my, my question is, um, what did you like the um, season 8, 9, and 10, you know, the darker season, or did you prefer the lighter touch of um, Turtles? Wait, wait I, I, I have to tell you something. So whether you guys know this or not, but every season, the suits would come in and say, this year, we're not doing that funny yeah. stuff. You guys have to make this serious. So stop it. And so the first few episodes of each season, it'd be serious. And then they'd leave. And then these guys would start throwing the sand around in the sandbox again. <laughs> but they were darker. That's, that's true. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the better question is, what do you prefer, I think? Uh-huh. Yeah. They have more money. I mean, it could, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that's. I mean, like, I don't remember it as well as I did, but I have to go back. I just thought this one ended so. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Uh, that's right. Thank you, madam. Very kind of you. Hi. My name is Brett Bybell. I'm 24. I'm from Medford, Massachusetts, and I've been a, kind of an off-and-on fan, but I'm getting back into it now. Because, well, good for you. It's about time. Because when the series premiered Paramount Plus a while ago, this is more of a very heartfelt question, because the series is actually approaching its 40th anniversary next year. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So yeah, it is. looking back on that, how does it make you feel that you've helped inspire 90s kids, 2000s kids, 2010s kids all over the world mm. to make this really kind of silly cartoon series that has touched so many people. We still can't figure it out. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. I mean, yeah. it, it, it still stuns us. 
you know, and we're still trying to figure out, at least I am, what, what was it yeah, about right, the right. show that did that? And, you know, I've, I've gotten a chance to talk to some people, and some people have talked about the fact that, you know, it had a moral message, but it was still funny, and it was relatable because the characters seemed human and real, and so there, there were a lot of different elements, apparently, that somehow came together to produce some magic, but... If you ask me what it is, I couldn't tell you. You know, I think but part of it is uh, David Wise, who was the story editor at the very beginning and created so much of yeah. what we are, you know, came up with the idea for the different bandana colors uh, and the different um, personalities for each of us. And it was, it was that that somehow the, the four different personalities, as well as April, yeah. um, Gave gave kids and a splinter. choice yeah. about who they could relate to. Uh, that is, and I kind of never caught on to that early on. But many years later, in talking to you guys, I realized how brilliant that was yeah. right from the very beginning. People get very protective. I'm like, oh, no, I'm a Donatello guy. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a Michelangelo girl, and I I totally get it. It is a very specific thing, and, and like it is a kind of a I mean, it's, it's kind of like... Uh, John, you, Paul, George, and Ringo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when, when kids are born, I remember we never, we never used to take my son to McDonald's when he was, you know, little. It's just one day he said, I want McDonald's. And I know that there's advertising, but it's, this is not dissimilar. I don't yeah. know how it happens, but we get people our age who bring their... 35, 40-year-old kids. And Our age, 42? Yeah. <laughs> 42 Canadian, which is about 65 U.S. Um, oh, that's good. That's great. It's, <laughs> thank you, buddy. I just, I don't know. Uh, it, well, all of us, obviously, uh, it, it is an impossibly difficult thing to quantify what it means. We, we were in Abu Dhabi last year and talk about we're with these lovely people uh, in a, there were quite a few of them, right? All dressed of course in their traditional Rose. United Arab Emirates garb going and it was fantastic and, and now I gotta tell you, we fly a lot and when we're, I'm flying into New York or L.A. or Miami, I think, holy shit. I bet that virtually every house I'm looking at has at least heard of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. And, and it's remarkable. I mean, okay, people- now I'm not going to be able to fly ever again without looking out the window, counting the houses, and who knows what they're doing. Thank you. Thanks a lot. The only problem is that none of them are Leonardo people. So... <laughs> There's that. Ooh. <laughs> Just well, tell the, Listen, well, Rob, got, we met. Cammy has, has one spectacular... Go ahead. Do, do the line that sums up Don, Leonardo. Go ahead. I think, I think Sh- Sam should do it. <laughs> we got to think of something fast. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> we got to think of something fast. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, You're welcome. Good, and the Oscar goes to... <laughs> well, one of the great things about this Abu Dhabi trip was, you know, we'd run across these folks over there who had these perfect 
uh, spoke perfect English yes. with no accent at all. And I would think, wow, how did you learn to speak such great English? And I asked one young man that, and he just pointed at us and said, watching your cartoon when I was a kid. It's like amazing. Like, what? Oh, That's amazing. Yeah. You meet people, sort of, you know, in LA, we meet a lot of people from South America, Mexico, Ecuador, you know, United States, Canada, Mexico. <laughs> and, and often you'll say, uh, you know, somebody who doesn't speak in Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles, but you say, oh, Las Tortugas Ninjas, cowabunga. <laughs> right? It's incredible. Thank you for your question. Yeah. You're very Thank welcome. You. Thank you very much. Thank you for giving us all turtle power. Uh, uh, Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, man. Very kind of you. While we're making the transition, I just wanted to tell a quick story about someone we met to this con, a gentleman named Tomas. Yeah, oh, my God. And Tomas is from Slovakia. Now, when I say he's from Slovakia, I don't mean he's from Slovakia and now lives here. He took a 12-hour flight from Slovakia. From Vienna. He drove wow. to Vienna. And, yeah. Right. And then, I, and then I asked, I said, well, you know, and, and who all are you here to see, right? And he said, you guys. I said, you flew 12 hours? And he said, yeah, and I'm going back tomorrow. But, but he flew... 12 hours. And I just assumed that when he was here, he meant that he lived here. That's what I thought. Originally right. from Slovakia. He said, no, I'm here just for the weekend to see you guys. And then he's going and back. The, but and the, the story, he was telling me last night, I just, I said, Tomas, that this is really not only quite remarkable, um, but we, we don't even know how to thank you. And he was dead sober. He said, oh, no, no, I thank you. Um, uh, because, and I remember this, we all do. I remember in 1989 watching the Berlin Wall come down. Yeah. It was a huge deal. Yeah. And Slovakia, I think, was probably Czechoslovakia or Yugoslavia because it's now the yeah, Czech yeah. Republic yeah. and Slovakia. But they were uh, Soviet satellite states. They were behind the Iron Curtain. And Tomáš got very um, serious and said, um, when the wall came down, everyone was quite glad to be free but the economy went right in the toilet uh, everybody lost their job the inflation rate was out loaf of bread all that stuff 100 bucks and it was the darkest period of i of mine and my family's lives but ninja turtles yeah dot 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 and crazy that young man was serious as a freaking heart attack and it to what these guys are talking about that he would do that for this, and it meant so much to him that he could not stop thanking us. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So it's a big deal. Yeah. There it is. yeah. Hi. That's awesome. <laughs> Follow that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nice to see you, Mingo. What's your name? Well, I guess it's Mingo. Yes, Brian Mingo. I'm 29. From, Hi. From New Bedford, Mass. Hey, Brian. New Bedford. How you doing? Very good. Yeah, a little bit. I'm sorry, pal. I'm just a big turd in a punch bowl. I can't. <laughs> you could say he's shell shocked. Yeah. Got him, bum. Well done. I guess I just bought this microphone. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, sir. So with watching the original show, one thing always stood out to me was Michelangelo's love of these extremely bizarre pizzas. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to know, have you guys tried any of them in the years afterwards? <laughs> in reality, yeah. <laughs> right. I, in reality, no. no. You know, Michelangelo's favorite pizza is anchovy and hot fudge. Well, I'm not a big anchovy fan and probably not a lot of hot fudge on a pizza for me. But I know that there are YouTube videos out there that I have oh not God. seen, but I hear that they actually go ahead and try all the different pizzas throughout our entire series. <laughs> wow, that's... <laughs> what? Yeah. But pizza! Thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, have you, go, have you been down to a see Maurice LaMarche? Oh, yeah. How about that? Oh. Oh, great. Thank you. Well, he's, you know, a Ghostbuster person, so well done. Thank you, Mingo. Amazing. And Hi. I, Hi. Hi. I'm Brian Thompson. I'm, I'm 35. I'm from Mount Holly, New Jersey. Nice to see you. Yes, yeah, see you too. Yes, and I met you the other week, remember? So, I, was I an asshole? Cause... No, you weren't. No, you're <laughs> yes, right. still. These guys yeah. don't tell me right well, away. Well, I came to thank for telling me about this, by the way. Thank so. You. Okay, so. Yeah, my question for you is, uh, I was, other than the main Turtles and April, what are some of your favorite side characters you did on the series that you had the most fun oh. doing? Oh, my! one of my favorite, Tony, did he did the Rat King, which yeah. I love. Yeah, I love doing Rat King and Usagi Ojimbo and uh, Muckman. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently I was a character named Razar, which I had no recollection of doing until we went in to record for the new uh, Turtle okay. game, uh, yeah. Shredder's Revenge. And they said... Okay. Yeah, and you're Razar. And I'm like, I don't think I did that. Because no, you did it. And I'm like, well, do you have a reference? Because I don't remember what he sounds like. And so they played it for me, and it was me. Yeah. But it was a voice I had no recollection of doing. It, so. <laughs> I don't know. I, I did a character called Zach, who was like a little kid who wanted to be Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fifth the turtle, turtle right? episode. Yeah, That's and right. then yes. I think, oh, well, and these guys did um, Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, we were soft yes. characters. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to put us in that, uh, you know, position. I don't know if this gal is in the room, but uh, she brought up a picture for me. You know, a lot of you have given us your oh my private goodness. artwork and yeah. stuff, and it's just amazing. She has a picture of Leo with this blobby guy. Are you? Anyway, this big blob, and I'm like going, oh, uh, I don't know who that is. What? <laughs> Thank you. You know, and she goes... And I can't remember the name. That's, you know, blobbity blah from The Mask. Yeah. Oh. So, which Robbie was. Uh -huh. yep. And I'm going, if you say so. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just it, the whole experience. Often folks say, you know, what's your, what was your favorite memory? The, the whole nine yards. Yeah. I mean, you're working with people whom you choose to be your friends. And your job is to be creative and, and excited and leave it on the screen. And then you get to go around these places and you go home exhausted from saying thank you. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. It doesn't get any better, man. I will tell you my favorite moment. Go ahead. My first cartoon show was a remake of uh, 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 oh, shit. <laughs> Johnny Quest. <laughs> and I'm cast as Haji. Canceled! <laughs> um... And I go home and I tell everybody, I got my first show, da, 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 da. And then I'm at the agency's office shortly thereafter, after the first episode. Hi, Cam. Um, 
you're not going to be doing a haji uh, anymore. What? What's what? Well, it just wasn't working out. The, something, something, something. And she goes, Rob Paulson will be playing haji. <laughs> take care of you right now. <laughs> here's, a, here's a 20 spot. Here's a 20 spot. Keep you, keep you quiet. But, but that also happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, right. all of us have been replaced. The, Rob Paulson replaces everyone. That's what he said. <laughs> Basically. That's really where it's going. I can't tell you how many times I've been replaced by Rob. Yeah. <laughs> this is part of the bit. It's like actually a, a badge of honor. <laughs> yes. But it, it, all of us have had the incredible good fortune of working on a bunch of stuff. And um, like Barry said, this, this whole opportunity to get um, Renee and all of us together pretty regularly throughout the year, three or four times anyway, it, it's, an, it's just like a giant dollop of impossibly sweet whipped cream on a career that none of us would have, would have thought that we'd still be having you know, Hollywood's pretty difficult. And the fact you got a bunch of people here who, um, you know, we were the entertainment at the Last Supper, so we're... Um, <laughs> Jesus, what a party that was. <laughs> and it was great until we did karaoke and then, you know, Judas got up and he did backstabbers, which I thought was really, for Judas, I thought, my God. But my poor attempt at ho- comedy aside, we really... It, it, spits, it, it eats up and spits people out a lot. That's show business. Nobody forced any of us to do it. But the fact that we're here at our ages and we're, able, we're all healthy and we're doing this with all these lovely people, this is very rare. And we know it. Yeah. So thank you. Amazing. And thank, thank you. you for making my child amazing, by the way. Thank, thank you. you. Pleasure. And I, I'm so sorry to say this, but this is going to have to be the last question because we are approaching oh, 5 p.m. So no. But you can come to our tables and yes, ask whatever, whatever. Yeah, and you ain't got to buy nothing. No. Just come on down to the tables if you want to. You ain't got to buy nothing. Just come on if you want to say hi. Awesome. I'm at table 27. <laughs> yes. Go I ahead. So I am I the last question? This is the yeah. last question. Okay. I just want to make sure I had a question. What's your name? Uh, my name's Alonzo. Uh, I'm an alcoholic. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> my question actually related to another 80s comic that got turned into a Saturday morning cartoon that a few of you worked on called The Tick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was wondering if you guys had like any like favorite bits you had from going into those characters on that what show. What a show. What a oh, killer yeah. show. Townie yeah. just carried that whole freaking thing. It was really crowded, yeah. Well, it, it was yeah. yeah, it was such a riot to do, and of course, Robbie was uh, Arthur in seasons two and three. Cam was Deflator Mouse, <laughs> very unfortunate. <laughs> but it, oh my gosh, I mean, we had such a great cast and so the many. Writing on that show oh. was insane, <clears throat> unreal. The scripts were yeah. laugh out loud funny. Reading them, Ben just did. Incredible job. And yeah. I got to say that Kay Lenz, who played, for those of you who know the show, made. American, American Maid, made. Yeah. who I had huge crush. a yeah. huge crush on when I was a teenager until I realized I didn't have a crush on her. <laughs> well, I had a crush on David Cassidy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. I meant on your husband. Yeah. Because um, we also... Ben Gee. Totally, man. As well, I got to meet Barbara Eden today and Paul Williams today. And How I'm like, about 
that. And I'm yeah. going, wait, I'm sounding like them because I'm saying, I had every one of your albums. And, uh. <laughs> and so we are not unlike you guys and have yeah no kidding hey let me tell you was and, and certainly no diss to Robbie but when I was cast oh please on, on diss t- Robbie <laughs> <laughs> but, but but because they had actual I, I was not the uh, original choice for the tick it was actually Ben Edlund who did oh, the I voice didn't know that. of the of the of uh, the first episode he wrote he, it well he wrote it and created the yeah. character and the comic books and all that stuff but. Uh, yeah, so so I was walking the picket line on the uh, writer's strike right. with Ben, with and he ben. told me this story. I had no idea. Yeah, and he said, well, you know, I was the tick on the first episode, and they decided that I wasn't right, and I really didn't feel like I was right. But, but he said, but it was my dad who said, you're not the tick. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's brilliant. And his dad was the one who actually drew the, the original. Are um, you kidding me? His dad drew the uh, logo. For the tick, you oh know that, that. Yeah. So, so I show up and and it was Mickey Dolenz yeah, from the Monkees who was playing Arthur for that season one. And I was such a huge Monkees fan. Sure. I, I mean, when I got to meet him for the first time, and I'm like, this is so weird. It's like all of a sudden I'm 12 again, playing <laughs> you know drum, and and but. Here I'm the superhero, and he's my sidekick. Yeah. It's like it was so crazy it, to me. It was like, like these boys. Yes, but then he was on Broadway, right? He um, went doing a play, play and couldn't continue with the series, and that's when they recast. And of course, the brilliant Rob Paulson here stepped in, and yeah, big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mickey Dolan's is pissed off that I replaced him because he also played Haji. I think. <laughs> right. That's right. So thank you for that. The tick You're was welcome. just like what's up to me. Thank you, man. Boom! <laughs> and don't count your weasels before they pop, dink. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, we're wrapping it up, right? Yeah. Can we do a turtle power on three with everybody? Oh, please. please. With all you I guys. I love nothing more. Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> okay. Let's stand. Okay. All right. Yeah. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Turtle power! Thank you so much. Thanks, you guys. Thank you very much. Oh, it was amazing. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was great. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. I have a, I have a question for you, Chuck. Though. Yeah. You sound very different there and here. Yes. Were you gargling sand earlier today? I went on a cruise and I just came back from the cruise and I'm feeling a little cruise crud, as they call it. I don't think anyone that calls it that. That was a bad that. guy. Uh, yes. <laughs> in the uh, Yeah, the, the episodes <laughs> didn't make it to air. Yes. But Cruise Crud, Cruddy Cruiser yeah. was there. <laughs> no, it's Cruise Crud, dude. And yeah, he, like, yeah. he throws starfish. And he's always like the big ships rolling up. And it's like, okay, it's at the beach. Nothing could go wrong now. Oh, no, it has wheels. Yeah. Right? And then yeah, they did right. that whole thing. Comes yeah. out of the thing. Yeah. But yeah, that was it was a great panel. They were they were super nice. Uh, I was had it called met- the Terror Drone? Uh, the Technodrome. Technodrome. Yeah. I Sorry. had met Cam. Technodrome is public enemy, right? I don't know. Welcome to the Technodrome. I had met Cam Clark before. He's one of the voices that was on the panel mm-hmm. um, because I was uh, dating someone and she was actually moderating a panel in um, Pennsylvania. And I met him then and he was super nice. And actually, he's the person I said, I'm like, he said, Yeah, we're coming to Rhode Island Comic Con. And I said, Oh, all of you guys? Said, yeah, I said, 
I'd love to moderate the panel. And he's like, that'd be awesome if you did that. And so I reached out to Rhode Island Comic Con right then, way early. I thought you said someone begged yeah, you. Yeah, someone asked me. Begged, <laughs> some would me. say. Yeah. And then it turns out you went to multiple people and just just absolutely weaseled your way some would say there's two sides to every story knees on the ground lips on the shoe and you are just like "Mm, please let me do the panel please and then we get here and you're like they begged me to do it (laughs) i said no they got three of the turtles on the phone with me (laughs) i was like i'm not doing it till i hear from raphael but yeah no it was super fun they were really funny you know, yeah. I know Ray wasn't at the panel, but there was a moment where I said a big joke, everyone laughed, and then Cam Clark dropped the mic. That was pretty good. That's great. Yeah, yeah it was very fun. It was. Really... I don't like. I don't like that you said. I know Ray wasn't at the panel. Well, like, what mean, do you like, mean? Because like, I, was... I wouldn't believe it or something. <laughs> well, yeah, there's video yeah. proof. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. they can fake anything these yes. days. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was super fun. It's super cool that I have this. I have a I have a I have a question for both of you, uh, and it's really you know this was a cartoon. That we watched in our youth. Well, yeah. yeah, yes, it was like it was just a cartoon, not real, in my child brain. Yep. How has your relationship with animation and animated shows and movies changed since we were little little baby? I mean, you know, I I'm older than than these folks. Uh, I had to make my Ninja Turtle figures out of corn shucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Husks. Teenage Mutant Ninja Husks. Uh oh, here comes Potato. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it was clump of dirt. Brad, oh, no. this is true. Brad had Ninja Turtles, and his parents got him one and his brother one, so he only had a total of two of them. That's all of them. It's no not, bad guys. It's yeah. not true. I, had, I thought you said that. I had two turtles, and my brother Brent, two years older than me, had two turtles. Oh. No bad guys. No bad guys. Now, see, I only had two turtles, and then I met this lovely um, homeless woman in New York one <laughs> Christmas. And so I, uh, we, we got into some stuff. I don't want to get into it. Yeah. Right. There was legal stuff involved. But uh, at the end of my trip, um, I, I ran into her one more time. Good. And I gave her one of my turtles mm-hmm. uh to remember her right i can't remember her name no they say it pigeon lady yeah I think she might be dead yeah but, i think she is but uh yeah it was a lovely it was a lovely gift and i remember her looking down at a leonardo and uh just really confused because i wasn't going to give up my donatello no no you don't machines. give up don't the donatello joke. longest reach um he's a bow staff yeah, but uh, I thought you. I thought you. Uh, I mean, whatever. I thought your parents didn't let you play with Ninja Turtles because they were abominations. No, you, that's that's something you. That's something. <laughs> They're of the devil. That's something Chuck made up and tells people as though it's a fact, and he knows he made it up. No, no, it's, no. it's one of it's one of his many many patented Chuck Staten lies. No, no. There's, there's not even a clever name for him. Hold on. <laughs> okay, ready? <laughs> Chuck Truths. Okay, you, you just went on that tirade, right? Tirade? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna shift the camera. How did your parents feel about He-Man? All right. <laughs> shift the camera back. No, I'll say, Wait, no, why no, was no. He-Man an abomination? <laughs> there are competing stories here. <laughs> One is the Bible. That was so good. That was so I'm sorry. I am so thirsty. I have to crack this. I don't drink soda, uh, and I want to hear about this, but I want to quench myself. I don't drink soda, and we are at Chuck's home, uh, and uh, 
I asked if I could have this. It is Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream, which I didn't know they were doing. <laughs> Zero sugar. It's good. I liked Dr. Pepper a lot. And recently I was like, ooh, a Dr. Pepper would be delicious. So I'm kind of excited. I don't drink soda, so I might... Can I tell you something about that real quick? Like shit my pants and pass out. Be- I don't know. Before you drink that, I'll tell you this. Dr. Pepper is very flavorful. Yeah. This they kind of like pulled the flavor back and they added some strawberry, but it's not super strong of a flavor. I think it's yeah. really good. It's very light and really good. It's, what do you think about it? It's good. It's weird because I like... Hold on. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, yeah. I never get that sound anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just Are we doing an ad? <laughs> what the oh, it smells that? very strawberry. What the hell was that? It smells like know. candy. I'm ashamed to know <laughs> you. You want to talk about what's an abomination? <laughs> This so sm- fast. It smells like candy. It's good. It yeah. Really. Welcome to ASMR. That, I mean, that's something. Yeah. It's a very uh, unique flavor. Yeah. The cream. Don't forget the cream. It, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what the problem is? I just I never drink soda. Yep. And uh, I had like a I think I had like a diet coke. Uh, one of those little mini cans before a show it was in a green room recently, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh yeah, I haven't had that." And I and I cracked. Oh, it's because I had a headache, and another comic you want caffeine was like, "Oh, you should have a, a diet coke." Mm-hmm. And so I tried. It did work, which was weird, I like diet troublesome. Coke but this is this is. Oh, now I'm getting Dr Pepper. But the front end of this thing is yeah. very sweet. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say I think diet coke is a much harsher bubble. Than, than that is that it to me is a lot softer. You it is I mean? a soft bubble. It's a soft bubble. You want a soft bubble? Drink some Mountain Dew. Zero I, sugar. If, if you ever wonder if I was like a complete baby when I was a child, no wondering needed. Yeah, I, 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 I still. I would always complain that soda hurts my throat, and I wouldn't drink it. That's <laughs> true. All right, hold on. This is too spicy. We got to We got to shift back. Yeah, Brad's Do tirade. We? Never. Said oh my this. God! You. All, I almost forgot. The Dr. Pepper distracted me from... Now, Brad just went on a tirade because uh, I said that his parents said the intros were abominations. Brad said it was insane No, they would even... I didn't say that. I said it's a lie Okay, that yeah. Chuck made up right. and reports as truth. I would call it more a convolution than okay. anything. Just a straight up lie in this case. So tell me about He-Man, He-Man and your parents just saying, this, not in this house. This warring... Television show from the same time period is nothing like the Turtles. This was uh, f- like five or six years before the Turtles. To be fair, I think we were on the very tail end of He-Man. I remember He-Man when I was extremely little, mm-hmm. uh, but then it went away almost immediately. I had to carve He-Man out of clay. Yeah. So my mom at the time, this is what I remember. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, you know, can we watch He-Man? You know, the, the toys, blah, blah, blah. And she said, no, He-Man gets his power from Grayskull, not from Jesus. It's a thing that it. is said in the Midwest. I However, fast forward. thing that was said in the Midwest. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there were other parents saying this nonsense. I don't think there were other people in the Midwest going, He-Man doesn't get his power from Jesus. So later, I, was, I, I teased my mom about this, and she said, I don't remember saying that. I said, you absolutely did. She said, we just didn't want to buy you the toys, so we didn't let you watch the show. And, I mean, it's just a weird thing that, you know, it was a lie that He-Man is an abomination. So anyway, now I worship Grayskull. <laughs> yeah, now I worship. 
it is it is ironic because you do seem like if if it was like a live action show and Skeletor was like, I got to get out of this crazy cycle of abuse that I'm yep. in, and I'm gonna be an everyday guy mm-hmm. and like quit his gray sculling yep. and like got a job, like that one episode. Yeah, I think. I think Brad is a bit of an undercover and then Skeletor. And then Skeletor, Skeletor yeah. gets out. He has his job. He's like, yeah. I miss He Man. I yeah. gotta find someone who's just like him. Same 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 build. No, I think it's like I, I think it's more like same quality yeah. of haircuts. <laughs> same build. He same willingness that. to do what is so right cutting. and just. <laughs> it was intended yeah. to be. I think you it's you get your motherfucker. I think it's more of maybe a situation that Skeletor missed that weird floaty creep with the hat. <laughs> Orko. That was my Orko? Name when, yeah, that was my I, nickname I, on the cruise. Yes. Yeah. Weird weird floaty creep. Yeah. Hey everybody. Uh, Griffin Newman does the voice for Orko in the new He Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but yeah. Animation, our relationship, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, our yeah. relationship to it has changed over the years. Our and also, animationship. And also, like, what is being put out vis-a-vis animation is very different from yeah. the 80s and 90s. You know, it's funny. I used to, I actually feel, I feel sometimes a little bit guilty because someone's like, did you watch this thing? Did you watch this? Of, like, really well done anime or really done, you know, well done animated movies. Mm-hmm. It is harder for me to get into animated stuff now. Like I'm, yeah. I'm happy to get into Spider Spider Verse. You know what I mean? Like, sure, I, I'm sure, into yeah. that. But or, I also, or Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. That's true. But yeah. see, it's Turtles is a thing I love already. And Seth I Rogen. I read Brad's letterbox and it said too much mayhem. Yeah, turn it down. <laughs> uh, yeah. like, like let's just yeah, have the turtles. Let's just have the turtles eating pizza and doing homework. <laughs> yeah. Your review of the. <laughs> By the way, the only reason Brad likes the turtles is the pizza eating. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now this I get. Yes. Right? And your review of uh, Christian Slater's movie from the early 90s, Pump Up the Volume, was mm-hmm. no thanks. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, just keep it at a reasonable level, guys. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. House party. I'll call the police. <laughs> <laughs> you shitty review. House party, too. Oh, they're back at it again. I'm calling the police again. <laughs> House party three, and he writes this time it's personal. <laughs> Yeah. I'll say, yeah. like, if there is a role in life to play, it is an annoyed neighbor. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially all of those people of color partying. No, people of any color partying. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Don't abide. Yeah. Green. <laughs> Just eat your pizza in silence, like I'm doing. I mean, they've got it wet, dark, and damp, yeah. uh, so that I get. Yes. I understand that. <laughs> their closest, their, their closest friend is a rat. I this get is it. All, this all tracks. <laughs> this all tracks for me. Terrif- I, guys, I think I'm a ninja turtle. <laughs> terrified of normal humans. <laughs> <laughs> normal humans are terrified of me. Oh, yeah, you are like a... Sorry, it's too funny to say. A it, sewer so. dwelling. No, say it. no, you are a poorly aging mutant ninja turtle. Instead of teenage. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Uh, okay, modern modern animation. animation yeah. Yes, there are some things. Now I'm I'm in a, a a little different camp than the two of you. You got a kid. I got a chid. Yeah. I got a chid. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Chud. Yeah. <laughs> Cannibalistic humanoid underground underground dweller. Yeah. Part child, part kid. You've got yeah. a chid. Uh, my son is is nine. Yep. And you know, there was tons of like like the very young 
animated stuff, which is for, you know, preschoolers, right. which does genuinely make you go insane. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, oh my God. You know what I mean? You yeah. get the songs stuck in your head and all that stuff. But as he's gotten older, there's more animated stuff that he's really enjoyed. Um, I tried showing him some of the Ninja Turtles stuff, like the original right. series. I tried showing him the real Ghostbusters. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I think it's just like even watching it back, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's slow, right? Like it is think, much slower because we were just used to that and we were fine with it. And yeah. now it has to be a faster pace. I right? think that applies to film and television across the board. Love yeah. making. Uh, I did, I was I was very. I cannot slow. imagine that you're getting faster. <laughs> no, as a child, I was very slow. <laughs> I took my time. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, but uh, I would say there's been a couple of things that have really stood out. The 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 one I have to give like a a real yeah good job to. Uh huh. Uh, hardy. That was that was very hardy. Yeah. Uh no, it is uh Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yes, oh, I yeah. was. You know, Finn wanted to watch it. It was on my, that's my son, and it was on Netflix. Yep. I was like, okay, you know, and I like to whenever he starts something new, I'll watch a couple episodes with him because yeah. I'm a responsible parent. I'm Good. not one of those parents that's like, I don't know, YouTube is the babysitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, my kid uh, wants to do a horif- horrifying, horrific thing because they saw an influencer do it? You know, yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But anyway... Um, I had to talk my cat out of doing the cinnamon challenge today. Oh, no. That next-door neighbor's cat, Cinnamon. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, Tried to get a mouthful of it. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> coughed everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And you're like, I'll show you, Rosie. Yep. Uh, so he started watching the show, and at first I was like, you know, this yeah. is fun. I get it. The elements, you know, let's do the thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it really crept in. And I I remember looking at Finn and going like, hey, um, can you only watch this like with me? You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I want to watch it yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got invested. Yep. And I, I bet. I don't know. Have you seen Avatar no, The Last no, Airbender? That was, a, that was a lockdown show for me. Uh, that was that was post uh, 2020 heartbreak, and so I drowned my sorrows in this fictional universe. Yeah, of... you went in with a heart of stone like Zuko, mm-hmm. but then I... you learned nope, to love I, again. I, oh no, no, no! Then I left as the cabbage seller. Oh, yeah. my cabbages! Yeah. yeah, no, it is genuinely wonderful, yeah. and and like there was depth there that I did not expect. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think that's when it is fun. I think when animation surprises you with depth. Because yeah. I think often we look at animation as more more shallow, right? right? Um, and that's not true for everything across the board, obviously. But uh, yeah, I was really impressed with it. And I think the storytelling is is really good. I love that it... it I thought this was just going to be a show where it's like adventure of the week, yep. you know? And some of that is there, but it's telling a story. And mm-hmm. it continues on and things have consequences yeah and they stay the way they've changed and that's interesting yeah, yeah. and it's a show that like i went into it and and finn was just like yeah ang ang he's the yeah. last airbender and uh and he's loving ang and it's all about it and i'm i'm over there going like there's something going on with the zuko guy and i like this story and it was great it was a really compelling it's that classic thing i'm gonna start as the villain yeah yeah and over time 
like realize my flaws and yep. evolve and grow and yeah. become a, a, a friend of the group, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Perfect stuff. Uh, it, it, you know, it's that kind of thing that I think is like perfectly built for animation mm-hmm. stuff, right? right. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the the other adult like animation stuff that I take in is uh, like the Studio Ghibli stuff. I think yep. is impeccable. Yeah, uh, right. Miyazaki's fucking amazing. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, and then you know, there's comedy. There's a lot of comedy animation. Yep. Um, uh, did you know Big Mouth is still happening? I did not. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Because I think it was really funny for like two and a half seasons. I, uh, I, I watched. I, it. Yeah, I probably watched really? half of one episode. Yeah. yeah. See, this is one of the things I feel weird about. Is like, there's so many new adult animation shows that I've never watched that people are like, "You got to watch Bob's Burgers. You got to watch this. You got to watch this. You got to watch this." And I oh never end up watching them. But BoJack Horseman is a show that I, yeah. has been recommended 150,000 times, watched and it. I'm like, BoJack is I'm like, I got to start it. I almost I almost started so watching dark. Fargo, yeah. not an animated show. Almost started watching Fargo, and I'm like, I don't want to watch this by myself. Oh, all right. Well, so, have a play date with Chuck. I know. Uh, no, BoJack is great. And yeah. that's one I've recommended to my wife a million times. I'm like, you would love this. Yep. It is dark as hell. Um, and she just hasn't done it. She, I don't think she can get into it. Yep. Yeah. That one really surprises you. I mean, it's pathos just walking. Right. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it is interesting. And then uh, you mentioned another one that I... Uh, oh, Bob's Burgers. Yeah. yeah. My son's absolute favorite show. Good. Really? He, I mean, you said this recently about... Um, uh, who, who, who was with you? Eugene Merman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, was doing, uh, I was doing a show uh, with Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. Uh, great dude. Mm-hmm. Super nice. Uh, and he's like, hey, my buddy Eugene is coming. Uh, he might do time. Mm-hmm. And then Eugene Merman walked in. I'm like, hey, you know? So that yeah. was really nice. Yeah. Chatted with him. Super nice guy as well. He voices Gene on the show Bob's right. Burgers, and I had and I, I don't usually take pictures like selfies with the people I work with. I try and not do mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it comes up organically, whatever. But I was like, "Hey, I'm so sorry. I have to get a picture with you because my son loves Bob's Burgers. Right. You know, he watches it over and over and over. So it was really cool. That was that was a special. That moment. is very cool. It is very funny, and I think Bob's Burgers is like his. The Simpsons for when we were yep. yeah, we were maybe, growing yeah. up. Makes you know? sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like he he likes the idea of The Simpsons, but doesn't really connect with it. Right. right. I get that. I yeah, think for sure The Simpsons is still on because of what it was. You right. know. Yeah. Um, but he loves Bob's Bur- Bob's Burgers, and um, and I think the show's great. I think the writing is I super know. fun. Yep. I think the the sense of comedy that's there is really wonderful. Um, so yeah, I think there's there's oh yeah for sure. There's a world for it. Um, it. It is tricky because I think a, I think an animated show now, I think it takes a little time to figure out what it is. Yeah. Does that oh, make yeah, sense? Yeah, for sure. Whereas well, what we're talking about with Ninja Turtles, it's just like, that's what that is. Right. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? For sure. Yeah. I mean, that was a specific time in like in like television history. And yeah, in marketing history. In marketing yeah. history. Yeah, yeah. They kind of like changed and pivoted towards that. And there was a bunch of shows. Um yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I watched Robotech uh, when I was a youth, and that, you know, kind of like that was a dramatic uh, action mecha, you know, series, and people died. And, you know, they I, died in it? I had been watching G.I. Joe. Nobody gets shot. I think once, yeah, no. like, somebody shot something and it fell on somebody. That was that was the extent of the actual violence. So was Robotech a, a kid show or was it not? It, I mean, it's, it's an anime, and this was 1984, and they had mm. assembled it out of different things. And so, like, 
maybe Japanese audiences where it was you know, originally aired had less of an issue with like, oh, our kid watched his character, his favorite character die. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, Turtles, you know, the, the Foot Clan in the comic books is just people. Yeah. But they made them into robots for the show so that they right. could Get, kill them yep. and it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it's it, like... It is weird. Like, I, I, think, uh, I, I think culturally, like anime, I'm not a big anime person. Right. But I do think it's more... Uh, acceptable for like people to die for it to be more bloody or violent yeah. you know uh, Cowboy Bebop was, is like the one anime where I, I, I've watched it and really liked it and, and enjoyed the heck out of it it's yeah. got a vibe all its own for Space me, I, Cowboys I was, oh, yeah. all, I was all like Robotech and then I tried to get into like Gundam um, and uh uh, I don't know a bunch of other series like in the late Neon 90s. Neon Genesis I don't know, it was, it was it, I would just go to the mall and like look around and, and you're like, all right, I guess I'll try this. And you were uh, saying that about the children in the food court? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. I'll try this. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Don't like that. No, thanks. <laughs> um, but I think now it's, it's uh, you know, anime in particular is, is much more accessible than it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think more shows, because more shows are being made in general, more of those shows are animated. So I think about like the Castlevania show. Oh, yeah. That yeah I heard yeah. great things about, yep. but never yeah. watched. And mm-hmm. like there's a lot of good art being or good shows being produced that happen to be animated yeah um and i think about you know i i read these big epic fantasy series and there's magic and there's time frames and everything and i'm like why don't you just animate like why didn't they animate the dark tower Mm. for stephen king instead of making the movie that they did like because you can do the whole thing you can do the whole thing and and if uh, you know you're you're less reliant. Oh, my actor aged. Okay, well, we'll re- recast it where you can't do that if it's live action. And I understand yeah, yeah. the emotional impact of live action. I get it. But I just want to see these things done well on screen. You know, we're in a tricky period too because uh, what you're making me think of about is the fact that like CG, right? Yep. Like CGI uh, animation yep. is a whole industry to the point now where what, if, a, if an animated movie comes out that isn't CG... It's it's unique. Yeah. It's like whoa. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like right. the like the Ghibli movies are fantastic right. and not CG. Yeah. Right. Uh, I really appreciate that. Um, it, like recently, you know, because of the Super Mario Brothers movie doing so well. Yep. Illumination, which is a personal pet hate that I have is Illumination Studios. The Minions (laughs) Studios. Yeah. I mean, literally the Minions are at the beginning of every, like the the Illumination Studios title thing is them going Illumination, you know, all that stuff. It's like, yeah, memes. Uh, And and then Illumination went, yeah, memes. Yeah. What if we just have memes write the scripts? (laughs) Uh, It's weird to me, but um, so I struggle with a lot of that stuff. And then they announced that uh, a Zelda animated movie is going to happen with Illumination Studio, and really? I'm like, I yeah, because they did the Mario right, right, right. Uh, movie, and I'm like, I can't think of a studio that I would want least, like yeah. Uh, less, yeah. to do this than them. Yeah, and it bums me out so much when you know, given like Breath of the Wild or uh, Tears of the Kingdom. It's. I want to scream where I'm like, you guys took so much inspiration from Ghibli. Let Ghibli make this movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Animation is. I think. It, I think when it hits, it's like it goes right to your heart. 
And for I sure. think that's the thing right. I would say about animation for sure. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where I just wish I was more like <clears throat> like everyone told me about how good the duck the new DuckTales reboot is. Yeah. Like just like it's 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 not you know, it's not made for adults. I mean, it's a family show, but it's just very well written. They incorporate all the other Disney afternoon shows. It's a really well done thing. It's just hard for me to carve out time to specifically sit down and watch an animated thing by myself. Right. Mm. Way easier when I'm in like a relationship with someone, yeah. a long term relationship. It's way easier to be like, let's watch the new Pixar movie. Let's watch this. When you start talking to them, they often say that, right? Yes. <laughs> Let's watch this show instead. No, I'm yeah. kidding. I'm, try- I'm trying to find jokes. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, I, I think that's true for sure with yeah. with a lot of that stuff. I struggle getting it. Oh, I, I'll, I also want to throw out Lower Decks. Oh, yeah. The Star yeah, Trek, yeah. Star oh, Trek yeah. one. Yeah, I heard that was awesome. That's fun. I really like it. It, it like respects the Star Trek stuff right. and then does some fun stuff with it. So, yeah. you know, and uh, Nepo Baby Jack Quaid is all over that. <laughs> Jack Quaid, he he's fine. He's a nepo baby, but I'm like, you're cool. You know, you're 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 cool. You can say same with Wyatt Russell. I'm like, yeah, Uh, Wyatt Russell is. It's funny because like I didn't love the Captain America Winter Soldier or whatever. Um, he was great. He was like killer. Like when he kills the guy as Captain America and he's like losing his mind. I'm sure, like, yeah. he was awesome in that. He was fantastic in Lodge 49, mm-hmm. which was a, a show, and he was great in that. And he was also great in, in Black Mirror. Uh, sure, and a Nazi horror movie that uh, came out. Really? Yeah, he was great in that. I think that was the first thing I saw him in, and I'm now I'm drawing a blank on the name of it. Overlord. Overlord. Yeah, that's wow. the movie. Wow. Nice job. Woo. You love your Nazi movies. Well, I know my Nazis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't love all of them because often they make them the bad guys. <laughs> often. <laughs> yeah. He gets special ones that he... That's great. They're not the bad guys. <laughs> I, I go into the meeting, all right, Mr. Spielberg, I've got an idea for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a list. Big deal. <laughs> that's what you said. I, I, mine was a smash cut to me being thrown out of the office. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I, I really appreciated doing the panel. I'm yeah. glad I got asked to do it. Yeah. Um, if you want to check out, we do have some other panels on the on the, on the the YouTube channel with yep. uh, Brad moderating for Tara Strong, yep. as well as one of Brad with Rob Paulson and Maurice LaMarche for Pinky and the Brain. And yeah. one of me with uh, the cast of Futurama. Yeah, and yeah. one of me with a bunch of the Disney people. Oh, like yeah. Mickey Mouse. Wow, we have Poopy. done a lot yeah. of voice we, we That's what we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. Wow. And there's that panel that's coming out soon uh, that Chuck did with the, the WikiFeet creators. <laughs> So that'll be cool. Yeah. That'll be good. I like that. Yeah. You had a lot of printouts. Oh, yeah. For that panel. <laughs> Whose are these? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Give me it. Um, but yeah, thank everybody for checking it out. Yep. Uh, don't next forget, week. Yeah. Don't forget about the show. Uh, February Sunday, February 25th, if you're in the area. Yep. Tickets and info at funbearablepod.com. And I think we should go out strong with a Ninja Turtles thing. Oh, Because okay. this was a Ninja Turtles uh, uh, panel, right? Do you have a suggestion for yeah, Ninja Turtles? Yeah, I do. I'm going to ask. I'm okay, going to ask. Good, good. Why don't you let me get to it, Or Brad? get to it, Ray. This guy. Me. Yeah. This guy. He's never good with the foreplay, if you know what I'm saying. <sighs> it's, it's just a waste of time. <laughs> I picture you explaining that sitting on the couch. <laughs> With a date before anything has started. Uh, And you're like, let you know. Just something about me that I think you should know. I don't do foreplay. Mm. I find it to be a waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, um, 
there are a few options on how we can initiate this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to leave the ball in your court. Yeah. Oh, uh, vis-a-vis uh, sexual affection. Yeah. So and, <laughs> like you're, you're treating it like a Zoom call go. for yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we? Why don't you think about that for a little bit? Circle, Circle around back, back yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but anyway, um, uh, I would say this for Ninja Turtle uh, stuff, right? Because yes. look, this is going out. We're going to bring in. We're casting a wider net with this episode. Yep. There are going to be turtle folk mm-hmm. that come to this that aren't fun bearable folk. Mm-hmm. Not yet. They're, that are going to be like, who are these three jamokes? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. I came for the turtles. Mm-hmm. Let's hit them with one final one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which turtle weapon would you want to use? <sighs> you know, it's funny. Because be- it's not which turtle you want to be. Right. 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 Which turtle You weapon? could be a Leonardo, Leonardo personality. Mm-hmm. With a Raphael weapon, you know we don't know. Can I take? I gotta take the sword off the table. It's just not as fun as everything else. Taking the sword off the table for, for you, everybody, or for, everyone? Or for you, for me. Okay, okay. I, I'm, I'm trying to narrow it down for myself. Okay. Oh, all right. right. I think that size. Yeah. T S A I S. S A I S. Yeah. Are so unique. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Yeah, almost like a Wolverine Careful, guy. Careful though, because I think Brad's going to pick size and not the ones you think. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's big face. S I Z E. Size. Uh, ah, we give up. Uh, I gotta go. If I'm good at nunchucks, nunchucks. But if I'm just me, I mean, we're size. assuming that you know how to use the weapon, right? <laughs> I thought you were just throwing me to the streets. <laughs> uh, which weapon do you want? Well, if we were, if like, if it was like a saw thing where me and you were all thrown through a saw trap and we had to beat each other and kill each other, where is saw coming in no, from Ninja saying, Turtles? Well, I'm saying like, if you if you need to pick a weapon, it's like pick your weapon. All you wanted to do was eat pizza. <laughs> well, now that's what you must do to survive. Oh, all right. You wasted your days spending time with a rat. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they have to eat all this pizza to find a key. <laughs> if I, if I the was, the key was in the stuffed crust all along. If I, if I was a layman and I was just thrown into a situation, if? size. <laughs> but if I'm, if I'm trained in the weapon that I have, yeah. nunchucks. All right, that's fair. Nunchucks are fun. Nunchucks are fun. Nunchucks are fun. Although, highest risk of absolutely fucking owning yourself yeah. right sure. absolutely just yeah, uh, oh yeah i'm a badass and then just teeth Smash, all, yeah. teeth all skittles out yeah, yeah that makes sense um i'm i'm uh, again with mild to moderate training it's got to be the sword but <laughs> if i'm just me if 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 if, you know, if, yeah. we, if we step outside and they're like hey you guys have to defend the city here's yeah. weapons it's got to be the bow staff because that to me I can I can be dumb and use the bow staff, but being dumb and using a sword is going to is going to really result in probably one of us, one of you two, losing an arm when I'm goofing around. Yeah. Now, see, I feel like the the bow staff. Like, I'm tempted to 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 do that because when I was a kid, I loved Donatello. Yeah. That was really? that was yeah. my turtle. Yeah, but this is your turtle. This is this is was I don't know anymore. Yeah. But this isn't what turtle you would be. This is what yeah. weapon. Brad, Why are you Donatello? so surprised? Because Donatello is like the nerd. So I'm okay. surprised you graduate. You gravitated towards that. I liked that he was an inventor. Uh, and Doc I, Brown? No, Donatello. Uh, <laughs> like Doc Brown. Sure, yeah. But yeah. He, he was always like doing cool stuff, and he could fix things. I liked taking stuff apart and putting mm. it back together. Mm. And the bow staff was uh, was appealing to me. I liked how you could be like, whack, 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 whack. Yeah. You know? yeah. oh. But then also use it as a tool for sure. other moments. Okay. Yeah. You know, when you got a pole vault... 
over uh, one. Uh, you, you stick it in the end of a building so you can launch to the other building, uh, yeah, they, he, which is totally what I do. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, in the in the games, which are I, are as important to me as anything else, mm-hmm. I think Donatello is the best with the bow staff. That's yeah, the best. there you go. It's the biggest reach. You yep. jump off of it and vault, like you, like you mentioned. Yeah. So you're still going with the vault, the, the bow, or no? I mean, it's tough, though, because at the end of the turtle day, yep. what is a bow staff but a big old stick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not as exciting to me anymore. That's why I like this, mm-hmm. this eye. That's why I'm thinking, that, I mean, the size are pretty fun. They are cool. You get some stabs in. Stabs. That's helpful. Yeah. But not risking lopping your own body parts off like with the sword. Right, right. But I can't believe I'm going to say this. The Chuckies are fun. Chuckies mm-hmm. The Chuckies are fun. Oh, now I know why you want to do nunchucks. Yeah. Yeah. So you could you could just do like puns on your name <laughs> yeah. all day long. You just got chucked by the Chuck. You know, just <laughs> stuff like that. And it, we're all like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. putting the sword. I'm, I'm taking a Arcade. sigh. I'm taking a sigh and trying to cut my throat, but realizing, oh, no, they're That's not like point, that. Yeah. yeah, it's just a point. It's a point. Um yeah, I it's either the bow staff or the or the size probably. I think the size are cool. I mm-hmm. think the idea of them and I understand being a layman, I understand the 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 use of that. It's basically, hey, punching swords. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you, I got punching swords. Exactly. You know, uh 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 less reach though. Yep. That's the downside. True. Closer. Yep. That's bad. Can I uh, just like, like gun can I say gun? Yeah. Mm. Can I can I say a gun? Mm. It's a good weapon. Is that possible? I don't know how, ninja how about April he is. O'Neil with the power of journalism? Yes, the exposing truth. the truth. Yeah, is mightier than the sword. Ah, good point. The fifth estate's gonna take you <laughs> <Yeah>. down. <laughs> oh, we should say before we go, if you do want to check out a turtley episode. <laughs> <laughs> We had uh, Casey Joston. That's right. Who yeah. was one of the writers of the upcoming next uh, live action Turtles movie with Colin Jost. Yeah. And he told us all the behind the scenes dirt. Check it out. We'll link it in the Some YouTube. Good description. dirt. Quality dirt. Good dirt. Dirt. Yeah. good dirt. Real yeah. quality dirt. Good dirt. Good wreck. Good dirt. Good wreck. Did you say that? I did. It looked good. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for uh, sticking around to the end of this episode. Um, Last thing. Oh, all right. I think the turtles should be fighting some more modern enemies. Uh oh. You said Durst earlier. Yeah. Yeah. What if the turtles took down the Jinx? Mm. That'd be amazing. Robert Durst. Yeah. What if they took down Robert Durst? That's hilarious. What did you do? <laughs> Got beat by the turtles. I don't know. Right? Yeah. I don't know. That would be amazing. I want to see. I want to see season five yes. of True Detective. Right? Yeah. And it's very like. True Detective meets like the last Ronin Ninja Turtle story, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Gritty. Yep. Real gritty. Yeah. Bring back McConaughey. <laughs> Bring him back saying nonsense. So so Raphael can be like, huh? Yeah. Right? Like yeah. just the whole <laughs> the most of the show is McConaughey going, Time is a flat circle. Yep. And then just Raphael going, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, why not? Why I, not? I love the idea of that. How about a gritty we we see them fight crime. I want to see them solve a crime. Ooh, yeah. I want to see detective turtles. Yeah. yeah. Well, what if? I mean, you could Heinous do a thing. crimes. 
There's four turtles. TMNT SVU. SVU. No. That's what. That's TMNT exactly where I was going. I was 100 percent there. I was gonna say if they split, they could kind of take on like Donatello would be the detective. For yeah, sure. yeah. And then if you want to have an actual like Leonardo's the chief. I was gonna say like a gritty like yeah. policeman guy. Give me a badge and your staff. You're done. <laughs> you're done, Donnie. You're out. I think that Raphael is the renegade cop, right? Sure. He's he's the the Murtaugh or Riggs. 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 I don't know. Michelangelo peacekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Michelangelo owns a pizza place. Yes. He's super fat, like crazy fat. He's oh. wicked fat. Why? Oh. Casey Jost, we've got an idea. Because he's because he owns the pizza place and he, he eats pizza all the time. So he's the hero. I think so. Yes. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening and/or watching. We appreciate it more than you know. For Ray Harrington and Chuck Staden, I'm Brad Rohr saying thank you so much, and we're sorry for being fun bearable. Also, we didn't even talk about Casey Jones. Yeah, Casey Jones. Okay. In this in this storyline, Casey Jones. He's the renegade. He's the one that's like, I'm fed up with this. And like th- by episode three, the person that's been like the main suspect mm-hmm. is Casey, uh, Casey Jones. Yep. Sorry, because Casey Jones. Yep. It's, it's very, very difficult. Yeah, it's tough. So Casey Jones. But then by episode three, they capture Casey Jones. And you think, oh, they got him. No. No. He's trying to solve it too. No, now they got to team up. Now it's like, oh, I don't get along with you. But I don't yeah, get along with like you. Know, you hit people with cricket bats. You're a giant talking turtle yeah we, we both, don't see eye to eye you know and then who's this girl and yeah. then april he falls in love with april yeah. he falls yeah. in love with him yeah. it's a whole thing the turtle wants april too yeah, right right and then they find out who did the crime probably by the, episode six probably the yeah. shredder but it's a ten, shh, it's a clan. 10 episode season by right. episode six it's like we know the foot clan did this yeah. stuff right but What's who's in charge of them who watches the watcher yeah exactly oh it's a shred yeah, it's a shredder, yeah. but they call him the Raper. Uh-huh. Oh. oh yeah, and they shred. By the end, you do get the shredder. He's the main guy. He's the main guy. They catch him. They finally gone. Yeah. Post credit scene, the Krang. Krang. Yeah. Krang. Sick weird head. Sick weird head in a gut. Perfect. Sick weird head in a gut. That's <laughs> that's what season two is. <laughs> that's what SVU stands for. Yeah. Somehow. Sick weird head. Sick on the gut. Ut in the gut. <laughs>